What up, everybody, and welcome to an all-new season of Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me. Okay, so I do have a really good episode that has already been taped for today, but um, we taped it before the holiday break because I've been on a bit of a, a bit of a holiday break um, over Christmas and New Year. So I figured since I haven't done any like news recaps on the show, and there are some like there's some really juicy tea on the show that I figured I would address it. Um, Right now, before we get into a really good episode, I have Brett on the show today, and he has some major um, Tom Tom tea, and he has some major Ramona Singer tea. Apparently, he went on vacation with Ramona, and he gives me all of his juicy Ramona stories, and then he gives me a little bit of um, a little bit of his insider tea working at Tom Tom and knowing some of the other cast members, some of the new cast members. But now I've actually, at the time that I'm taping this actual uh, recording, I've already seen the first two episodes of Vanderpump Rules. I have some thoughts about it. I have some thoughts about the newbies and some some thoughts about the season overall. So I'll give you my overall thoughts about the season. And then I, we have to talk about this Brandy Glanville, Denise Richards drama because I was like following all of it as it was starting to unfold last month. And Lisa Renna was getting involved and all the tweets and all the drama. So I'm going to break down both of those before we get into the episode with Brett, and then you can listen to all the, the fun Ramona stories, okay? First up, Vanderpump Rules, the new season is back, and I liked the premiere episode. I liked the whole, you know, getting to see where everybody's at, getting to see everyone's houses. I don't love Kristen this season. I feel like she's going to get a really bad season because it looks like she's like so inter Carter. But I feel like it's more of Carter's fault than Kristen's fault in this case because Carter knows how emotionally fragile Kristen is. Yet he's still kind of dragging her out and like, look, he's a cutie patootie. But like, Carter, you need to let her go. You need to go find somebody else. You can find anybody. Like at this point, you're you're a Vanderpump um like a, not a mini celebrity, but like a, a B-level celebrity. Like they people know you. People will know of you. They'll be like, oh my God, it's Carter. I want to fuck Carter. And then they want to go and tweet about fucking Carter and say, you know, they stole Kristen's boyfriend or whatever story they want to sell to the tabloids. Carter's not going to have a problem finding another girl. He won't have another problem finding another sugar mama. Like, come on. How many housewives are watching Vanderpump Rules? And they're going to love it. They're going to love being able to have a little Carter to clean their pool. Um, I think he needs to dump her because she's clearly not going to dump him and it's fracturing all her relationships with her friends. And it's just like, Kristen, we need to like, we need to get our shit together. And I also feel bad that like her book is now coming out and she was on this show um, a while back when she was talking about like putting together the proposal for her book. And then eventually Tom and Ariana and Stassi ended up releasing their books before her. So I feel like hers kind of just looks like it's it's jumping on the train when she's actually been working on this book for a while. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to reading her new book. I'm actually going and I pre-order it on Amazon right now. When does it come out? It's like how to um, embrace your inner crazy. I love that vibe because I'm a little crazy too when it comes to dating. It's called He's Making You Crazy and it comes out. Oh, it doesn't come out until June. Had to get the guy, get even, and get over it. Well, she didn't get the guy because she's single. But still love you, Kristen. Still going to pre-order it. Um, newbies. Uh, well, first, love Stassi this season. Love Bo this season. I love all of the cast. I, again, I like to see that. I like that we're seeing that they're growing up. Um, but I don't necessarily love that it's. 
I don't know. I feel like the audience has grown up with this current cast, but like mixing in the newbies and like the drama, like I'm just, I'm curious to see how it's all going to unfold. I think eventually we'll start to dismiss some of the OGs. I think Stassi is probably the the most likely to get a spinoff. Stassi or Jackson Brittany, only because Jackson Brittany have already had another spinoff, but like, I don't, I don't need to go back to Kentucky. Like, I'm good. Like, we did it. We went there. I don't think I'll ever get, need to visit Kentucky because I had to live through it on Jackson Brittany's spinoff show, but like, I'm good. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a Stassi and Bo kind of spinoff and not this basically Stassi thing that they have on YouTube because that is not a great show. Like Stassi's not a host. Stassi's a personality. It doesn't even feel like she feels like it's that natural. I was listening to her on, um, what was she on? I think she was on the Skinny Confidential podcast talking with Lauren and Michael and she was saying something about, like the way she said it. She's like, oh, I'm doing this thing for Bravo. This basically Stassi show. Like she didn't seem very ex- excited or enthusiastic about it. So I can tell like she's just not that into it. And like, it's fine. Like go with Bo, have your babies, like do your thing, have a little fun reality show. Let's see you in, in couples therapy. Like I'm here for that. Um, but I think they're the only two that can really have a successful spinoff based off of who's currently on the cast. Um, I'm glad that we haven't seen much of James. Not really a big James. Oh, I guess we, we saw him in the second episode when Lala invited him into the studio. Fine, whatever. I don't need to see too much of him. Um, Raquel, we haven't really seen too much of. And then the newbies, Max and Brett, they're in some major heat right now with some old tweets. Originally, I just saw Brett's tweets where he uses the N-word, but not with the E-R at the end, not the hard R. He uses the A. Um, and people were really upset about that. And people were really upset about Max's uh, Max's tweets as well. And I originally saw Brett's and I was like, okay, this really isn't that bad. He used that word. I get it. It's really insensitive, but like, it's not... Um, it's not like him using it in a derogatory sense, not saying that that using the word ever is appropriate, but he wasn't using it. It made it seem like he was derogatory. Um, he was speaking to people in a derogatory way using that word, which which he wasn't. So at first I was like, oh, the, this isn't that too bad. And then I saw Max's tweets and those were really, really bad. Like those were like him talking about like um, just talking really grossly about women, talking really grossly about uh, different minorities. And like it wasn't, that it was it was a lot worse than than any other tweets that I had seen. Um, and the, they dismissed it as kind of like, oh, well, he was, you know, he was young and he was like a teenager when it happened. But like, if you look at the date stamp, these weren't that long ago. These were still grown men in their probably early to maybe mid 20s at that point. Um, and like they weren't 14. They weren't you know, just being stupid guys. But like one argument that I tried to make on Twitter is like what people forget is like at that time. We weren't as, I don't, I hate the word woke. I hate to say we weren't as woke then. But like at that time, like that's what those bros spoke like. They used the N word like that. They, they said these things about women. Like this was just normal. This was before, you know, Time's Up and Me Too and before it became trendy to like, you know, actually tell men when they're being disgusting and gross, like they were just allowed to speak like this. And not that that's right or wrong. It was gross then and it's gross now. But like we need to not forget that like this was appropriate and boys like this, these little frat boys were okay. Like it was okay for them for to just go around and treat women grossly and to behave like this. And now it's no longer now we're actually, you know, policing them a little more and telling them like, no, you can't you can't say that you can't do that. And now they're feeling like, oh, I can't do anything. I didn't know what to do when they don't realize like there's just no self-awareness that like their behavior before was inappropriate. It's not that like all of a sudden the world is changing on them. These things were always wrong. They just were allowed to get away with it for so long. I think I don't know. I'm not particularly a fan of either of them. Um 
I feel like they're giving Sheena a really bad rap and making her look really bad. And normally, like, I like to be like, oh, God, Sheena, you look so desperate. You know, and I like to give Sheena some shit, Sheena some shit. But in this case, I feel like they're just really making her look bad for the sake of making themselves look good. And that shows that their behavior hasn't really changed that much. If they want that kind of attention on the camera, shows that they're not really, maybe they haven't changed as much as they think that they have. If they're really going to, you know, drag Sheena out. But apparently, from what I heard, it's this is only the beginning. And we're only scratching the surface with these boys this season. So we'll see how it goes. I really like Dana. The others, I don't remember their names. I barely remember what they look like. Um, but as of right now, Dana's my front runner. I hated the way she <laughs> was a little mean to Peter. But I did love the way she called him a pirate. That was kind of the highlight of my night. Um, but yeah. So Vanderpump, first episode I thought was great. Second episode I thought was a little more meh. So we'll see kind of kind of how how it goes. Um, Brandy Glenville and Denise Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay, this is a really good one. This one is juicy. So just to recap you, because I'm probably sure you've heard little bits and pieces, but I've been following this religiously for several weeks now. So apparently there was a story that leaked that says that Brandy Glanville and Denise Richards were having an ongoing hookup affair. Not like a romantic affair, but like they hooked up and apparently Denise told Brandy that she was in an open marriage with Aaron, who she married on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last season. Okay, now Brandy is saying that she was under the impression that they were in an open relationship, that that Aaron and Denise were in an open marriage and that Aaron was aware of this. Apparently that wasn't the case and Denise didn't want anybody to know about this. Apparently it was a secret hidden affair and their hooking up um, was completely foreign to Aaron. He didn't know anything about it. And so now it's starting to make sense saying that, you know, there were a lot of, there was a lot of tension, especially with Aaron on the show this season. Um, Denise walking away because of some drama. And then I had an insight that told me that this was like some really like real drama and not like this fake manufactured puppy gate drama or you came to lunch 30 minutes late drama like this is like you know real life stuff which affected Denise's marriage and her husband and so now we're the pieces are kind of all coming together now a lot of people are like well Brandy look at the stories look at the stories it's Brandy but like if you really look at Brandy Brandy's not the type to lie about things. She's the type to like exaggerate situations. She's the type to stir the pot. She's the type to, if you look at her track record, she's the type to say things that other people told her to spill other people's dirty laundry and to spill their dirty secrets and to get in trouble for it. She got in trouble with Joanna Krupa. She got in trouble with um, Adrian Malouf and Paul Nassif um, for saying that um, Arian, uh, Adrian's kids were, um, she didn't carry them herself. She uh, chose to have a surrogate carry them so her track record is saying things that she shouldn't be saying but she's never necessarily been wrong about them so apparently there's major friction with denise and her husband brandy um denise's publicist tweeted or uh, spoke out and said and denied the claims brandy on the other hand um hasn't really been allowed to address it but she's addressed it through some like really cryptic tweets about saying that um someone's apparently trying to blackmail her and slut shame her and saying that she got denised and saying that she's not allowed to respond to anything she also went on her podcast and said that um Apparently, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has continued to film. They've prolonged and extended filming for the new season because of all of this drama. She addressed it on her her podcast, but she said, she said she's not denying it, but she's not confirming it and blah, 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 blah. 
we all know what happened. We all know this is true. We all know that, like, whether or not they hooked up or not, and whether or not they had an affair or not, we don't know if that's necessarily true. I kind of believe Brandy in this scenario, but we know that, like, this is clearly going to be the storyline in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is great. Okay. New new stuff dropped this morning. Um when Brandy tweeted, first she tweeted that she would take a lie detector test. And then there were reports uh, a few days ago saying that Denise Richards was photo- was uh, caught out without her wedding ring on. And they were saying that, oh, my God, her marriage with Aaron is over, which I did a little digging. And I believe it was the Daily Mail. It was somebody that reported that first reported that Denise was caught without her ring. And they showed a, fing- a, a picture of her where she was kind of turned on the, um, on the step and repeat. And it showed that her left hand didn't have any rings on it. But I dug a little deeper. I looked at more photos from the night. And apparently she is wearing her wedding, her wedding ring. It's just on her right hand, um, which wasn't seen in the photograph that they decided to publish. But she does have her wedding ring and it's on her right hand. And if you know about the customs in Europe, they don't wear their wedding rings on their left hand. They wear it on their right hand. So Denise was probably still wearing her wedding ring. She just maybe switched hands to uh, reflect the European culture. I don't know, but she was wearing her wedding ring. So stop like in, stop pushing the story because she wasn't caught without it. Um, and you can go and look at all of the photos. Just look at the photos from that night. She was in Spain. It was an event. It was something in Spanish. Okay, good. Um, Brandy said she would take a lie detector test and is now, um, she also said on her show that she wasn't expecting for any of this to come out so soon. She said that she's not confirming or denying the rumors, but that she wasn't expecting for, uh, all of the drama to come out so soon, especially since they're still shooting the show and nothing's actually, no trailers or anything have been spilled yet. She also tweeted this morning that, um, nobody has quit the show. And that everybody will be at the reunion, that they're all apparently Brandy's going to be there. All the other women are going to be there. Apparently Camille's going to be there. Everybody is supposed to be at the reunion. But again, the, the reunion's not coming for many, many months. Like first, so this is how it typically goes. So they wrap taping. Then like a month or two later, they release a trailer, which is usually about six to four weeks out from when the, the premiere actually airs. And then we have probably about three, sometimes four months long of episodes before we have have a reunion so the reunion is probably at this point like four maybe five months away so I mean the fact that she people are already talking about the reunion there's a lot more that still has to go down but Denise Richards was recently uh, photographed talking to Joanna Grupa who you'll remember sued Brandy for saying that her vagina smelled like fish and or she said that Mohammed who's Lisa Vanderpump's friend and Yolanda Hadid's ex-husband he said that Joanna Krupa's vagina smells like fish. She repeated it. Joanna Krupa then sued Brandy for saying that because Mohammed denied ever saying that. Whatever, whatever. So now Denise has apparently been seen talking to Joanna Krupa. And now Brandy tweeted and she's like, my life is going to be over. Apparently, you know, I'm going to get buried at the reunion because somebody called in some lesbianic backup. And so my I've deduced it to this is either Joanna Krupa that's going to be helping Denise or it's going to be Lisa Vanderpump that's going to be helping Denise because Lisa Vanderpump helped Joanna Krupa in her lawsuit. And Lisa Vanderpump, I don't know, I think I uh, Lisa has come out and talked about the situation and talked about Denise apparently quitting and apparently not wanting to show up at the reunion. And Lisa laughed at it because she's like, I didn't show up at the reunion. And yet Denise was over here trying to ask me, call me and try to get me to come to the reunion and try to get me to make up with these girls. And now I find it ironic that she's blowing them off and quitting the show. So I don't think Denise and 
Lisa are on the best page, even though I think there may be a chance for some sort of reconciliation between the two of them so that Lisa could really, you know, throw the nail in the coffin. But somebody has some dirt on Brandy and they're going to try and ruin her life again. And I hate that they're doing it to Brandy, but I'm living for all of this drama. I'll, I'll continue to dive deeper into this. Um, I have a couple of my other friends. I have Diana Spare from the You Can't Sit With Me podcast coming on. I have um, Bryce Advice, who was on the show back in December. He's going to come back on. Um, Ryan is going to come back on. All the guys that were on the panel last month, they're all going to come back on to do recaps with me. All these different Bravo and reality TV recaps. So stay tuned because it's going to get juicy. Also, uh, I can't forget this week's a drink of the week. So this is a fun little drink that I put together. It's really only three ingredients. So get yourself a nice bottle of champagne, good champagne. I know um, Dry Farm Wines and even uh, Fit Fine Wine, they both have like uh, versions that don't have sugar in them. So you can go to dryformwines.com slash Zach, or you can go and pick up a bottle of Fit Fine Wine. They have them at like Whole Foods. I think even some Ralph's or Vons carries Fit Fine Wine. Um, but get yourself a good bottle of, of champagne. Get yourself a bottle of Vital Proteins Collagen Water in the lemon ginger flavor. Okay, has 10 grams of collagen and only one gram of sugar. And then get yourself a little packet of pure cane. Get your packet of pure cane, pour it into the collagen water. Mix it all up, shake, 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 and then combine the champagne with the collagen water. I personally think the lemon ginger kind of gives it um, a good, it's a good mix because it's a collagen mimosa. And I love me a collagen martini, but now we're doing a collagen mimosa. So instead of use, using orange juice, which is usually highly processed and so full of sugar, just mix a packet of pure cane in the Vital Proteins collagen water. Again, I love the lemon ginger flavor for this recipe. You can use any of the other recipes. They really have a full gamut. Um, but combine the sweetened collagen water with some champagne and there you go. You have a collagen mimosa. And then you're not depleting your skin. You're not putting a whole bunch of sugar in your body, which normally mimosas do have. And, you know, it tastes light and delicious and yummy. Get yourself some champagne. Get yourself some Vita Proteins collagen water. Get the ones that are pre-mixed because it just makes your life so much easier. And then go to purecane.com so that you can get yourself some packets of purecane that don't have any sugar, don't have any calories. Like this is really good, a good, clean, a clean mimosa really, a clean collagen mimosa, and it's delicious. Go to purecane.com right now since they are the reason that I have a drink of the week this week. All right, I've rambled on long enough, and now I think it's time to get into our episode with Brett. So get ready for some juicy Tom Tom news or some juicy Tom Tom behind-the-scenes dish and some behind-the-scenes of Vanderpump Rules dish and some fun Ramona stories. All right, guys, I will talk to you again this Wednesday. I have Devin Workheiser on the show. You'll remember him as Ned from Ned's Classified School, School Survivor God. It's going to be a fun little throwback episode. And if you grew up in the 90s or in the 2000s, it's going to be a good little, there's going to be a lot of nostalgia, so get ready. It's going to be a fun episode. And I will talk to you guys again on Wednesday. All right, now our episode with Brett. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. 
Ah, ho, ho, ho is gone, gone, gone. Welcome to an all new year. It's time to leave the bad guys, the fuck boys, the hangovers, the heartbreaks, and season nine of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in the past, because nobody needs to relive that. 2020 is going to be my year. But then again, I said that in 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, 2015. You know what? This is just going to be a good year. 2020 is just going to be a good year. It might not have to be my year, but it's just going to be it's going to be a year where good shit is going to happen. I'm going to manifest all the good shit and none of the bullshit. Oh, look, I've been practicing that all, 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 all winter break to kick things off and spill some major behind this behind the scenes reality TV dish. I've got an insider on the show today. He's got some juicy stories and I can't wait to hear all about them. Please welcome Mr. Brett Kenyon. Hey, what's up? How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. So I didn't preface by letting you know that this is going to air after the holidays. So that's Amazing. why I'm making all I these New that. Year. I realized that and then I'm Happy looking. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> we survived the holidays with the family. Right. Okay, so before we dive into it, you need to answer my icebreaker questions. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number one, where did you grow up and what part of the world are you currently living in right now? I grew up in Danbury, Connecticut. Mm, and... Isn't that where uh, Orange is the New Black? Yeah. Isn't that where that, Teresa went to prison? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that is Danbury's claim to fame. <laughs> and uh, I live in West Hollywood, California right now. Do you like West Hollywood? Um, Do you want, like, my honest answer? Yeah. It's convenient because I like that I can walk everywhere. I was living yeah. in Manhattan before I moved out west, so it's, like, nice in that sense. Yeah. I don't love the people. It's a lot. I prefer, like, Silver Lake. Yeah. Or, like, you know. More of a better. hipster vibe. Yeah. West Hollywood's a lot. Yeah, it's I too can't. much. And and because I work in West Hollywood, it's like, I now I don't want to go out there. No. I'm like, done. I know everyone. It's like walking around. It's like being on college campus and seeing like the same faces over yeah. and over. That's really what it is. Yeah. Um, what's one word your mom would use to describe you? Um, my mom would say either I'm sensitive okay. or creative. Either Either or. Okay. I'm a Gemini, so I, I think I'm, I'm a allowed. Gemini too. Oh my God, I love Geminis. That's so funny. Um, a fun fact, what's one thing people would not expect about you? Um, I was born with a sixth toe on my left oh, foot. that's interesting. Yeah, Do you I, still have it? No, I got it removed when I was like one and a half. Oh, okay. It's floating somewhere in New York City. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is your drink of choice? My drink of choice is a spicy mezcal margarita. Oh, I, I like love that. mezcal. Mezcal over tequila? Yeah, it's like... Have you I, always been into mezcal no. or are you like subscribed with the, the new trend? That when I started working at TomTom, Tom, we had a, we have a drink called Clockwork Pink and yeah. literally I got hooked on it. I was like, why have I been drinking tequila? Yeah. Mezcal is so much better. I like, I, I like, it, it's a little, it's an acquired taste. Like it at is. first I was like, it tastes like a burnt tire yeah. and then like you build a palate to it yeah. and then you're like, okay. I don't know. I like the smokiness. Yeah. I think my, my taste buds have changed a lot as I've gotten older. Yeah, with every hangover, the taste buds change. Exactly. Um, last question, which is my favorite question to ask. If you had to be reincarnated as a Kardashian, which one would it be? Oh, my God. That's so hard. Um, I would say Kendall. Kendall. Just because I love, I like, have loved following her modeling career. Yeah. And I think she's naturally the prettiest. Like, yeah. I feel like she's had the least work done. And I just like her vibe. I don't know. I've always liked Kendall. I like Kendall. I like. I think well, personality-wise, though, like I love Chloe. Yeah, I just think she just doesn't give a fuck, and she doesn't. I love that. Yeah, I feel like. Do you watch the show at all? I haven't watched like the recent seasons, but yes. 
Because, like, Kendall and Kylie are barely even on it. Yeah, that's which true. I, which I'm like, I think if they were to be on it a little more, like, I don't know, maybe people might be into it. They yeah. seem to really like Kendall and Chloe. Those are really the only two I think people like. Yeah. Or those Kylie. Are my, those are my favorites. She's just like a rich bitch. Yeah, I would actually like to be Kylie just so I can be rich. <laughs> <laughs> rich and, like, do nothing. Like, she doesn't, she's just home all the time. Yeah, must be nice. I know. Okay, so you know Deanna. I do. How do you guys know each other? I, I just her. did. I just did her. Po- she has a podcast. You can't say with me. Yes. And I was on her show, and she's going to be coming on my show later. That's this month. how I found you because I follow her. I was on her podcast like the other month. Okay. Um, I took care of her once at Tom Tom. Ah. And I forgot if it was my manager or someone came up to me or one of the servers like that's a VIP. Like she was just in Forbes magazine for like top female podcast. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my god, I have to take really good care of her. And she was so sweet. She's so sweet. And then literally we became like besties after. No, so. I love. She's the she's so funny and so fun and just she's just like a real bitch that I'm like. Yeah, she yeah. keeps it real. She just does not give a fuck. No, I love that. No, her show is a lot of fun. If everyone, if you haven't listened, go listen to "You Can't Sit with Me" on like all podcast platforms. It was we did a fun show. We talked about the new uh, Vanderpump cast members. I listened to that last oh, night. Yeah. I have some bones to pick with you. Really? <laughs> okay. Well, um, well, first you have a fun story. Because I had Faces by Bravo on the show, and I one of the would-you-rather questions I asked him was if he would rather go on vacation with Ramona or Leanne. And he said he'd rather go on vacation with Ramona, yeah. and you've actually been on vacation with Ramona. Yes, which is so funny. So, talk, like, how, where, why, when? So, I would have to take it back to um, September or October 2015. Okay. And I was working at a restaurant called Zuma in New York. Okay. Kind of like Nobu, similar vibes. So you get a lot of A-listers and stuff. And one night, mind you, I didn't watch the Housewives at all. Okay. Had, I mean, I knew like about the show, but I didn't know who anyone was. And, um, my manager ran up to me and was just like, I need you. Like it was a Friday night. I was so busy. I need you to go take care of this table. Um, this lady from the Real Houses of New York fired her waiter, does not want her, hated him, what? like, said, went up to me and said, like, he cannot be the waiter anymore. Why? Like, he was, like, just, he was kind of bitchy, bitchy okay. gay guy, and, like, didn't give a fuck. Okay. Um. So she kind of had the right to not like him. Yeah. So he's like, I know you're really good at, like, smoothing things over and kissing people's asses, so, like, you need to get over there right now. And I literally looked at him and I was like, fuck you. I'm so busy. Like I have such a big section right now. Like I cannot do that. And he's like, you're going to thank me later. Trust me, just go. And I was like, okay. So I went up, like kissed her ass. I didn't even know which one was her. I was like, yeah. And, um, you know, I smoothed things over. They loved me. She was there with two of her girlfriends and her gay bestie. Okay. And so I was just flirting with her best friend and making sure they're all happy. And then by the time it came for them to pay the bill, they were like, what are you doing after this? And I was like, I don't know, like, probably going to drink like I always do. Yeah. And they're like, come and meet us at such and such club or whatever. And so I took um, her friend's number down and then met with them after for drinks. Okay. Spent the night, got drunk, had fun, went to brunch with her friend the next day and then just like started hanging out with him. Okay. And then... That kind of just led into hanging out with Ramona, like, at her apartment, like, doing dinners and this and that, watching movies. She was going through a divorce, so I felt like her gay bestie, who was, whose name's Hank, um, they spent a lot of time during that kind of period in her life. Yeah. Um, and Are they still friends? Are you still in touch with him? They're not as, yeah, I actually was just on the phone with him for a couple hours the other, the other night catching up, but, um... 
I don't think they're as close. They still see each other quite often, but okay. I think she's trying to distance herself a little bit from her gay friends. To, Why? Because she thinks that she's not, I mean, she's said this, she thinks she's not going to find like love again if she's surrounded by her gay best friends. Why? I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. But Do that's you understand that logic? I don't think so. Like okay. maybe she thinks her gay friends are like cock blocking her. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's weird. But anyways, so to make like that long story short, um, we made a plan to go to Puerto Rico. Okay. Me, this guy Hank, a couple of his friends. Um, these two girls had like a gorgeous house in um, right outside San Juan. And we all planned it. And then last minute, Ramona decided to crash it. She like texted Hank and was like, Oh, I'm free this week. Like, I know you guys are in Puerto Rico and like you guys have the guest house. Like, I'm can I come and stay with you guys? And so she came. And that's how I ended up on vacation with Ramona Singer. So <laughs> what? Okay, but like, is she because like when you watch her on the show, she seems like a real nightmare to be on vacation with. She just seems like she's really rude to the staff. And like, yeah. So what was the wildest thing you encountered with her on vacation? Um... So we were out to dinner once okay. and it just like took the waiter a long time to get to us. And then I think he like took everyone's drink order, but like skipped over her or something happened where like the waiter wasn't paying enough attention and she like freaked out and like <laughs> yelled at do? him. She just like, excuse me, you didn't take my order. And like got up and I was like so mortified because like that's how I survive. I'm yeah. a freaking waiter and yeah. I would never be so mean to someone. And I was just like cringing. But I was like, okay, it's like, it's fine. Smooth it's it fine. over. Yeah. And then we were also out once and her heel got like caught in this little crevice of like the floor. And she's like, Brett, she's like, can you come get this out for me? I was like, I am not your personal oh, assistant. My. I did it, of course. I didn't have as big of balls back then. I would stand up for myself now. Yeah. But, um, but then I've also seen a side of Ramona where she's super sweet and yeah. nice. And just, I think when she's out in public, she puts on this persona or like has a wall up a little bit. Yeah. But I've seen her, I've seen her walls down like, and she's actually a good person. She seems nice, but she also seems like the type of person that lacks the self-awareness of, like, when she's in social situations. I think you explained it right. Like, she probably has a wall up, and so sometimes it just can come off a little abrasive or aggressive, and yeah. people don't fully understand it. Totally. So I feel like you just have to kind of have, like, thick skin when you're around her and realize I think she's well-intentioned, but, you know, I think after years of being on Housewives, you get caught up in, in the bullshit and yeah. you think you're kind of like above people sometimes. Yeah. I think a lot of people are that way. Well, especially when people are like worshiping you and like, oh, you're my queen. Or like, you know, when they like, like just lick the assholes of the people yeah. on, on television. And yeah, yeah, definitely. And then when you surround yourself a bunch of, with a bunch of yes people, then like your ego just continues to get bigger. Totally. But I mean, I'm not like talking shit shit about her at all because like yeah. we also had some really nice moments on that trip and like we bonded over um i had gone and seen a psychic and i had a really good reading and some things had come true and so i gave her the number of that psychic and then you know ramona and i exchanged numbers and like it was a fun vacation yeah and she crashed it literally yeah. like it wasn't like she was like i'm coming to puerto rico and getting my own hotel room she's like no i'm coming to puerto rico and i'm staying at your guys house like i'm staying in the guest bedroom yeah. bye like that was it so it's like she couldn't be a dick to us because yeah. like she was crashing our vacation <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 
No, that's nice to hear that there's a human side of Ramona, especially since like people watch people on television and they think that that's all they are, you know? Yeah, exactly. When was the last time you spoke to her? Uh, to Ramona since it had to be when I moved out of New York City, so three years ago. But I stay in contact with her, her good friend. Yeah. Um, I do have a fun story, though. I filmed once with the Housewives of New York oh. for a Halloween episode in 2015. Okay. I have to show you, remind me to show you pictures on my phone. Okay. Um, And that was, like, my first experience of, like, filming with Bravo and, like, seeing how it's all done. Yeah. And I'm just so naive thinking, like, oh, I'm just, like, going to go in there and see Hank and do this and that. And I'm like, no, like, you know, the producer's like, okay. We're sending Brett in to go say hi to Hank and like this and that. And I was just like, whoa, this is also produced. And yeah. I was like, I was so naive to all of that. Like, obviously now I'm not, but um, that was really fun to get drunk with them. And like, who me was, and Ramona and Hank were pirates. Who was there? Everyone Dorinda, Bethany, Luann. Yeah. Who else am I missing? Oh, that's the season that Jules. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that was the season. But I don't. I don't think any of the footage was aired. I think they scrapped it all. I don't know if there wasn't enough drama or what. Because I don't remember seeing that episode. Huh. So. Or it was probably like a brief clip, like a five second clip. That yeah. They probably aired from it. But that was like my first little introduction to Bravo life. And now you work at Tom Tom, so you see a lot more of the mechanics, right? Yeah. What? So are you seeing like Vanderpump Rules? Or are you seeing like Housewives of Beverly Hills or both? Um, both. Uh, summer 2018, not this past summer, though, because obviously um, Lisa's left the show. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we filmed, like, Lisa's birthday party for um, Housewives in September 2018. Okay. But that was the only time, I think, that we filmed Housewives there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember yes. that episode. And Denise yeah. Richards was there. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But besides that, it's just Vanderpump Rules. So have you had many interactions with Lisa? Or is it, or do you have any good interactions with the Toms? Yeah. I mean, the Toms are amazing. I freaking love them. They're like the best bosses. They're just good friends. They're good people. Um, How involved in the business are they? Um, I mean, it just depends like how you want to look at it. (laughs) I look at them as like, are like mascots. Like they come in and they like make sure everyone's having a good time. They take pictures. Yeah. Yeah, Like um, Sandoval will go behind the bar and like make drinks and do this and that. So it just depends on the night. Um, but yeah, I would say they're more involved than probably people think, especially when it comes to like cocktails and like ideas that they want to do, um, especially Sandoval. Um, so yeah, it's fun to see that. Do they like come in to like staff meetings and like, this is what I think? Or do you guys have more of a manager that's a little more hands on with? We have, we definitely have management that does that kind of stuff, but they've been at staff meetings before. I don't think we've had one all together in a while. We had one a couple of months ago with like Pandora and Jason. Um, but yeah, it really just depends on, you know, on the meeting or the day. Yeah. But everyone's pretty involved. So what is your hot take on my my take on the new Vanderpump cast members? So yeah, I listened to your podcast or the podcast with Deanna. Okay. And I see where you're coming from where you're like, oh, well, they should introduce uh, just one new person a season or yeah. this and that. And like, do you watch Vanderpump? Um, I watched, so the first two seasons I'd watched before I started working there because my roommate at the time when I was bartending in Connecticut Mm -hmm. was obsessed with Bravo. I didn't even know what Bravo was. I got her cable like situation and she yelled at me. She's like, why didn't you get Bravo? Made me pay like $15 a month more to get it. And she's like, you need to watch this show called Vanderpump Rules. And so that's how I got introduced to it. And then I stopped watching it. 
And then once I started working at TomTom Tom and everyone was asking all these questions, oh, do you guys have the frozen shots? Do you have this? Do you have that? And I was like, I don't know what these people are talking about. So I went back, I bought Hulu and I like binged yeah. the season. So yes, now I've like been caught up. Okay, so why why don't you think that they should in- gradually introduce the newbies into a show that's already been established for so, so many seasons? Because for the most part, I mean, you have Tom Tom, which is like organically introduced to the show because right. the Toms are opening up their own bar. So obviously, the people that are at that bar are now like organically involved with these people. Life, like yeah. our general manager Max, like was dating Sheena at some point. Like he's literally best friends with the Toms. Like of course he's going to be in the show. Yeah, like he deserves it, and it's organic and it's natural. Then, like yes, I'm with I'm sure with any Bravo show, there's some people that are cast, and it's not like you just like work there and then all of a sudden you are on the show. Um, so there's some things that are a little more forced in my opinion. And yeah, I don't know how that's going to translate on camera. Who is cast that doesn't work? I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but I mean, they've announced all the cast members. Yeah, there's two, there's three people that I know of that like were brought on for the show. Like they work there and they really, you know, are, are working there, but like, would they have worked there if it wasn't for Bravo? I don't know, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. So And I don't want to get in trouble. Okay, I won't push it. <laughs> but why I had a bone to pick with you is because I think it's important to have these people on the show because the show is based off her restaurants. Like these, That's true. these old cast members, they don't work at the restaurants anymore. That's like, true. That's yes, Sheena works at Sir like when they film and stuff like that, and she does um, performances there for like Serbendales and stuff like that. She's still involved. Um, you know, like obviously the Toms have their own business. Like Ariana will bartend here and there, whatever. But like. You know, you don't have like Katie and Brittany and Lala and this and that. Like, they don't need to work at a restaurant anymore. No. So to keep that show alive, you need new blood. Like, it's just like that genuinely it was gonna happen. Yeah, that is genuinely trying to come up in the industry. That makes sense. It was gonna happen eventually, and I excited to watch this season. I mean, I only know a little bit of what's happened based on what I've been there for filming, but yeah, I think it's gonna be good, and I think it's gonna really just like kind of intertwine really well. Yeah. Yeah. Who are your favorites? that are that have newly joined the show that have newly joined the show yeah um god it's so hard i love them all so dana was like my first friend because she worked at tom tom as a host okay and i remember going up to her because there was rumors that like oh she's been hired because she's gonna be on the show and i was like who is this bitch she's way too pretty she's way too <laughs> funny like she's there's no way she's just like coming here to be a host yeah so i was like let's go get drinks one day. I want to get to know you. And she told me her whole life story and her whole life story is like crazy. I have a lot of respect for her. Um, but yeah, she opened up to me. And so she was like my first friend out of the newbies. Okay. But I love them all. They're all so different. Max is an amazing boss. Yeah. Danica is a manager at Sir. I've become close with her recently. Brett's really sweet. Uh, they all just are so different in their own way. It's like, I can't choose a favorite. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then I'm actually now talking to you. I think I'm actually excited for the new season. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it, there's going to be a lot of drama. There's just so many people to keep up with. I'm like, how the fuck there do I keep is, up with all of them? There is, but I think, I think they'll be, I think it'll be good. Do you think it's time to cut off some of the old cast members? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's funny that, because I think in the podcast, you said that one of the old cast members said that these new people are thirsty yeah. and looking for attention. I think it's somewhat also like, the old cast members need these new cast members to stay relevant themselves. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to say anything, but like I remember one night being drunk at Tom Tom and overhearing an old cast member saying to a new cast member, "Like, 
but like causes drama because like I need to stay relevant, like pretty much in those words, not like verbatim. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like interesting to hear that. Oh my god, but, I want to know who it is. Now. I know you no, can tell. No, I'm never. I'm so freaking trustworthy and loyal. Like, yeah, I hate. I'll spill tea, but only to a certain extent. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, you spilled some pretty good tea already. Yeah, but so yeah, I think now I'm getting sidetracked. What was the question? <laughs> what um, do you think it's time to let some of the OGs go? Oh. Um, yeah, maybe to, like, a spinoff eventually, but I don't think to just, like, let them go. I think it'd have to really just kind of, like... Who do you think should move on? To their own show or, like, from Vanderpump Rules totally? Both. I don't know. I feel like a good spinoff would be, like, the Toms kind of being bosses and, like... Okay. And then, like, Ariana and Katie, like, on a spinoff show with them and to follow, like, maybe, like... Something with them having houses in the valley. Yeah. And like, I think everyone should kind of move on. I don't think anyone, like, there's no one that I don't want to follow anymore. Yeah. I think everyone on the show is really interesting. I just, I think eventually, in a couple of years, like, be how long can you drag it out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel that. I'm biased, but I feel like Sheena should have her own show. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. She's, she, her life is just fun. She's wild. I mean, you're right. Her life is fun. I don't know if people would actually watch it, though, because people hate her. No, they shouldn't. She's so sweet. She yeah. bought my flight home so I could go home to Christmas to my family this Aww. year. Because my grandpa is not doing well, and I didn't know if I was going to see him to say goodbye. Yeah. And she bought my flight. Like, she's a very sweet person, and... I don't know. I just want the best for her. Okay. See, what I like is that you're not just coming on the show and spilling all this juicy tea. You're like humanizing all of these people that we all watch on the shows. Yeah. And I think I, like I see that. a different side to all of them. And it's like, it's like, I don't know. It just makes me see them all in a different light. Yeah. So, well, because it's not manu or it's not, I don't want to say manufactured, but it's not edited down to the juiciest parts yeah. that are supposed to be entertaining for a television show. James Kennedy, I thought I would fucking hate. I was just you at like his, James? I was at his Christmas party with Raquel on Wednesday. Like he's so sweet. What do you think of Raquel? She's so sweet. She's sweet, but is she like all No, there? <laughs> she is. She's actually witty and funny. Like, listen, like everyone's portrayed a certain way. Right, right, right. It's entertainment. Yeah. I'm not saying that like it's their what they're portrayed as is yeah, not yeah. them. Of course there's gonna be like parts of them that yeah, yeah, of course. But you know, it's it's fun to see the different side of them that people don't get to see when the yeah. cameras aren't rolling. Okay. Are you ready to play a round of Kill Bang Mary? Oh my god, yeah. Okay, first up, how into the Housewives are you? How much do you watch? Um, Honestly, not that much. Okay, um, so I'll pull up some but photos to help I you I know out. enough. Okay, um, Kill Bang Mary, Kanye West, Scott Disick, and Tristan Thompson. Kill Bang Mary. Okay, I would kill Kanye because I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. Sorry. Um, I would bang Tristan and okay. marry Scott. I can't believe that. I don't Why know. would you marry Scott? I, I mean, know. he seems to have settled down a bit. He He's funny. I think he's such a dick, but he's like, he makes me laugh. Like, okay. I think if I knew I was marrying an asshole, it'd be okay. Because I think Tristan would just cheat on me right away. Yeah, Tristan seems like he would be a good light, but he's not somebody yeah. you want to keep around. Yeah. Surprised you killed Kanye, though. No, I 100% killed Kanye. <laughs> okay, this next one is Housewife Husbands. So this first one, so the first option is Kyle's husband, Mauricio. Okay, I do know He him. seems to be like a big hunk on all of the shows. Mm -hmm. Then we have uh, New Jersey, Jackie's husband, Evan. Okay. He's the new kind of hottie. 
And then we have I've seen him before. Um, on Atlanta, we have Apollo. Ooh, people really okay, like Apollo. I would definitely his bang him. You would bang Apollo, Apollo for sure. And then would you marry um, Mauricio for that Latin flair, or do you want more of a lumberjack vibe from Evan? Ooh, I think I would marry Evan. Yeah, I kind of like that lumberjack flair. So you would kill? I think I would kill Mauricio. Does that mean I can keep his money if I kill him? Uh, I mean, he's got some bank. Maybe some okay, maybe I'd marry him then. Yeah, I think if anyone... <sighs> this is a really hard one, but I, I don't think... know their personalities, so that's hard for me to choose. You don't need to know I'm their personalities. I'm basing this off of pictures. You, yeah, you really don't need to know their personalities. You just need to know their <laughs> Um, Yeah, but I feel Mauricio is always like the one that people gravitate towards for whatever reason. People love Mauricio. He is really attractive. He is, but I feel like he's also a little overrated at the same time. I have like this weird... I had, I don't know, I have a weird um, taste in men. Mm. I like what is more, your taste? I don't know. I think I date down a little bit. Okay. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, my God. Okay, next one is uh, Kill Bang Mary, Ken Todd. Oh, my God. I you know Ken. <laughs> PK Kemsley, Dorit's husband. That's PK. Okay. So you have Ken Todd, PK and then you have Randall Emmett, Lala's fiance. Oh, Randall. I would 100% marry Randall. Really? Yes. He is so good to all of Lala's friends. Okay. He is nice. Like, I've only met him like once, but um, okay. Marry Randall for sure. Okay. Oh my God. I can't kill Ken because then I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> and I definitely don't want to fuck Ken. Oh my God. Oh God. Why? These are the worst choices. All right, These are your options. And I, then, just, I mean, you also have PK. PK. No, I'll fuck Ken. Oh God, this is oh my God. I'll fuck Ken and I'll kill PK. Yeah. His name? I'll yeah. Okay. I I'll fuck Ken because a... maybe he'll give me a raise. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or Lisa will just fire me. Oh yeah. No, I think Ken seems like he might be, uh, you know, a horse in bed. He might be good at it. Yeah, he's probably got a wild side to him. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would do the same. I think I would fuck Ken and maybe marry Randall. Yeah. Or maybe marry Ken and fuck Randall. No. Well, it depends what you want. <sighs> depends on what I want. You're right. Okay. Um, Let's play a fun round of would you rather to close out the show. Okay. Uh, Would you rather bang Tom Sandoval or Tom Schwartz? Bang. Oh, my God. The boss. Sandoval. Sandoval. You don't like Schwartz? <laughs> no, I love Schwartz. Oh my god, he's my favorite. He's you just think Sandoval's sweetest. better in bed. I, I would want to cuddle Schwartz. Mm. Bang Sandoval, cuddle Schwartz. Okay. <laughs> um, would you rather be a contestant on The Bachelor or Big Brother? Ooh, Big Brother. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I'd be really good at the game. I feel like it looks kind of fun, but I also got like, invited, psychologically intense. Yeah, I got invited to do an audition for that show. And I went to it, but I didn't get it. But yeah, I think I do Big Brother. I feel it. I feel like the mind fuck of that game would be fun. Yeah. Um, Would you rather do The Apprentice with Donald Trump or be an assistant to Kellyanne Conway? Oh my god, I would do The Apprentice with Donald Trump so I could make a fool out of him. (laughs) Yeah, and at least gain some exposure. Yeah. Um, Would you rather have Katie Maloney rage text you when she's pissed? That's what (laughs) she's known for. Or have Kristen Doty seek revenge on you? Oh my god. Uh, Katie um, texted me because the next day she'd probably be like, I'm sorry. And Kristen would just fucking kill me. Oh my god, I love it. Um, Where can people keep up with you? 
on Instagram, BrettKen13. BrettKen13. Yes. Anything else you want to plug? When are you at TomTom? Um, I'm at TomTom like three nights a week. Um, and I make comedy videos on my Instagram, so if you like stupid videos, follow me. There you go. Go follow him. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, Zach Peter. And you can follow me at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, probably of my neighbors or my Uber drivers. I take really adorable selfies. I don't always retouch them. So I, I was trying to convince my friend Katie that I'm like, I'm real. And she's like, well, you look so perfect on Instagram. I'm like, well, maybe that's just my life, bitch. Don't forget to follow me at Just Plain Zach and subscribe to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday and Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the places. 2020 is going to be our bitch. So don't forget to listen to Hashtag No Filter so you can laugh your way through all the chaos of your life in 2020. Um, until next time, I'm going to go pick Brett's brain and see if he can give me any more tea and spoilers that I probably can't share on the show. But, I mean, you can't hate a bitch for trying. Bye. Bye. 